Good morning. It's Tuesday, so I totally missed, you know, my normal Masturbation Monday podcast yesterday. Um, I'm actually going to have it kind of brief today, and I'll just mention, like, this um, article I'm going to link about how, you know, if you talk to your kids and masturbation is like a normal part of your sex education that you're talking about your kids with, that they actually have the study that they did that they show that kids that have that as a normal part of their education upbringing have healthier sex lives as adults and I think that's really important because I I do I just it's I think it's because I do talk about this kind of stuff and so many people feel comfortable talking to me that I know people have this like shame and stigma with things they might like in the bedroom but they don't want to bring up and it's just kind of you know a little bit sad I feel that I think because I'm such a huge talker and communication is such a huge thing for me that I just don't understand how some people aren't able to do that. Like I, I, I know people get annoyed when I say that, but I just, I don't get it because I have never been somebody who was shy about saying anything out of my mouth, even from when I was like six and seven years old. And yes, people got angry with me and annoyed and would like, you know, chastise me and you're not supposed to say certain things. And it just never like really sunk in clearly. Cause I'm still saying things whenever I want to now, but Anyways, I so for me, talking to my kids about sex was not a big deal. It just wasn't. I didn't have to have this big production, and I think it's time for the birds and bees. No, it's been an ongoing topic anytime they ask a question from the time they've been like, you know, three, four, whatever age, you know, all the way up until 20 with my oldest. And believe me, we've had discussions about consent over the years, and we've had discussions about how people love hairless people. Well, we love women to be hairless, except for like on their head. We want long flowing locks and like everywhere else to be like prepubescent, I guess. I don't know. I mean, and I'm not trying to shit on people who do like certain grooming things on their body, but I feel like the porn industry and I feel like, you know, magazines, every article, like it's like men are kind of like trying to control how they want us to look. And I mean, anybody should watch some fucking 70s, like, Playboy, look at the magazines, look at fucking, you know, porn. It's just, you know, we all have hair. And maybe it's so funny because I don't know. I don't know the history. I don't know if they're like, we need a really good shot. We want everybody to be bald down there so we could see things. And that's why this craze came to be. I honestly don't know. I mean, I get you can't wear certain like thongs and certain underwear without hair hanging out. I get that too. But it does. It makes me wonder like, you know, when this started because I do remember like, I can't remember when it came out, but there's like a Playboy of like Madonna and like she's got her like arm stretched up over her head and she has like hair in her underarm. And I don't remember being like a public outcry like, oh my God, this girl has hair under her underarm. So gross. You know, it's just, I don't know. Anyways, that's just, I just going off on a tangent here, but I think that whole grooming thing with women especially is just kind of weird to me. I don't get it. Just like I don't get how people can't talk about these things in normal conversations, I guess. But, um, but no, my kids would like literally ask questions. So that oh, the grooming thing was back with, yeah, talking to Miles about, you know, how don't expect women to look like magazines, you know, like not everybody has bleached assholes and, you know, no hair. And it's, you know, this is maybe when he was 16, we had that conversation actually. But yeah, you know, just kind of, I guess whatever age you talk about these things, it's just you can pick the topics and kind of delve deeper, deeper into them. Oh, I'm so tired. So I'm all sluggish this morning. But anyways, yeah, from the time kids are like touching themselves when they're like little kids and you're just like, okay, yeah, that's normal. Just do that somewhere else. Like not while I'm 
watching, you know, Netflix in the living room. Like, it's weird. Like, you just go somewhere else. <laughs> From the time that, you know, I think Evan was like nine, maybe eight, when he asked me, you know, well, like, they were like, oh, how does the sperm get to the egg? Because you're always asking about how babies are made. That's usually, you know, how do you get pregnant? And we had that discussion. And when he was like eight or nine, I said, can men have sex with men? And I just said, yes, because that was the question he was asking. He wasn't asking the how, he was asking, can they? So I said, yes. And then I assured him women can have sex with women too. And then that was it. And then we moved on to, you know, whatever else he was going to probably talk about Pokemon next or something. So I don't think these things are hard to talk about. When he does hit an age where he asks me how, he clearly is ready to know the answer. You know, if he's 12 and he's saying, how do men have sex with other men, then we will discuss that. I just don't get how people are so weird about talking about stuff, I guess. That's kind of my whole jam today is just really work on communication. And I, it's weird because I don't know how to like, get you to do that better. I don't know if like practicing in front of a mirror, being alone, saying these things out loud might help because then nobody can hear you. You know, is it the saying them that bothers you or is it that like other people are going to hear you say them? Like which one you got to pick is it and then figure out how to work on that. If it's just you saying the words out loud of something you want, you know, anything sexual, just practice saying it alone in your car you know, in your bedroom in front of a mirror. And if it's more that you're afraid of people hearing you say these things and you're worried and embarrassed, I mean, hell, say them in front of me. I'm not going to make you feel weird about it. Or, you know, say them in front of a friend you trust so you can work on it and then maybe bring it to the person you want to talk about it with. And I feel like if your parents were maybe talking about you, like with this stuff from the time you were a younger age, that it wouldn't be weird for you as an adult. So that is why I'm including that journal for you to look at. That is why I'm urging you to work on your own issues with it so you can talk in a healthy way to your children about it. Um, I wish I should have linked more than one article, but you know, I'm old and I'm new at this kind of stuff. So I know I can link one. I'm sure I just don't know how to copy and paste two separate ones and then link them. But um, on my phone, I don't know how to do it. Maybe there's a way on computer, but uh. I want to, it's always like Sweden or like Norway, something where they were, they do sex education as an ongoing thing from the time the kids are like in elementary school on up. So yeah, I feel like all these other people get it right and our country usually doesn't. I mean, if, I don't know if we all remember this. It was like fifth grade. Anybody remember growing up and liking it? Like it was like these little tiny pamphlets or booklets they handed out. They separated the girls. It was like fifth or sixth grade and the girls went to learn about periods and how your hair would start developing on your body. And boys went to another room to like talk about, you know, wet dreams and like, you know, how their bodies were going to change and that their voices were going to change. But like what they never, I mean, they, I, I want to say maybe because it was like, I was 1990, I was in sixth grade. So like, yeah, late eighties for like fifth grade, 89, maybe we got information on the boys too. I feel like we did a little bit because I knew a little bit about like that kind of stuff. But they didn't like go in depth with it. And I don't know what they taught in the boys class. So only a guy that could like remember that would be able to speak to yeah, we learned about periods and stuff. I don't know if you did. I hope you did. Although some adult men that I know think they're gross and women can like stop the bleeding and some don't even realize we have three holes down there. They don't. My children know we have three holes down there. They know we have our, you know, the urethra that you pee out of and then, you know, your vaginal opening where you like bleed out of and where you have intercourse. Like I just don't. And then, you know, of course, where you're going number twosies out of. Oh my God. I am so tired this morning. I slept like two hours the one night I had to work and then I slept like three hours the next night or maybe it was three hours and two hours. All I know is I have just been feeling like I'm slowly losing my mind and then I got somewhat decent sleep last night. But I swear that stuff has to catch up to you. I mean, 
20 years, over 20 years I've been like this with like two to four hours a night of sleep if I'm lucky. And interrupted sleep, it's never like a solid, like it'll be like an hour and a half and I'm up and then like, you know, two hours and it's, it's just rough. And I do, I'm like, when do you like go crazy? I don't know what studies have been done on sleep deprivation and how long I probably should look into them and figure that out. I'm going to lose my mind here. But um, please talk to your children. Just uh, talk to them normally. Make it a normal part of their whole upbringing. Every time they ask a question, you know, you just answer what they're asking. You know, I think that I literally had a doctor I work with that was so weirded out that when my eight, nine, you know, Evan was like, oh, do men have sex with other men? He was like, oh my God, what did you say? Like he just, he, I'm like, you're a fucking medical doctor. Like this is frightening that you can't figure out what to say. So then I get that it's hard for some people. If like, you know, a person with years and years of education would freak out about talking about sex with their child, you know, I can understand where somebody maybe that didn't have that education, didn't have a family that was open is just like that whole idea is so daunting to them. Like I, I can, I get it. So I just hope that this helps a little bit. Maybe if you read the journal I link to it, you can kind of maybe that might help you realize you have to work on this. And I mean, there's always, if you're super uncomfortable, find somebody you trust to talk about it with your kids. But man, please, somebody just talk to the kids. I just, you see young guys that are just so uneducated and it's, you know, my kid won't be like that, but I feel bad for the people out there that are women and men that are uneducated on what their bodies can do, what they should do. And it's just... It's just a whole shitty cycle that will continue. So yeah, work on yours if you can't talk to your kids like this. And I hope everybody has a good day. And I don't know I, what subject I'll be hitting this week. I was thinking about doing a thing on masturbation songs. Only because we were talking about the divinals, I touched myself. <laughs> and there was another song at work. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta do a podcast on masturbation songs. So I might do something fun middle of the week here. Thursday or maybe even Friday at the end. Have a good day, everybody.